Hello, welcome to the Revive for the Journey podcast, where we give you this week's message from Cove Church. We pray that it blesses you and helps you grow deeper in your journey with Christ. Enjoy. Well, hello again, Cove Church. I hope you are well. It is great to be with you today. As we uh, put the finishing touch on our series that we have been calling Table Talk, Uh, showing us this truth that I hope has gotten into your hearts and your souls, which is good things happen around tables. And I hope a few things will come out of this series for each of us. One, I hope that you're spending time personally at the table with Jesus. Just that daily time with Jesus, just I'm gonna gonna join him at the table. He's inviting me there. I'm gonna be with Jesus uh, at the table so that you're saying yes to being at the table with Jesus. That's the first thing I hope we're getting out of this. The second would be that you're inviting others to the table with you, that you're connecting with new people, that you're opening your lives uh, to new relationships. This is how community is built. We make room at our table. We open up our lives to other people. We build new friendships, new connections, new closeness. And if we would do that, if we would do just those two things, I guarantee we will find out firsthand that good things happen around tables. And today, we get to highlight, we get to draw attention to, we get to celebrate what I would say is the best table of all. What is described in Scripture as paradise, as the kingdom of God, as heaven. That place is also described as the great banquet table. Now, as a man who loves buffets, I love the sound of that. The great banquet table, the great eternal banquet table. What an amazing thought. I mean, I love buffets so much. I love the little, the warming lights with the carving station. I love the steaming hotel pans with a variety of casseroles. I love ice cream on tap. I don't know who invented that, but what a great idea that ice cream just come out of a thing. Oh, the great banquet table. There is so much to be excited about when we think about that reality. Sadly, I'm not sure we talk about heaven enough because for years I think we were reacting to this idea that was sort of going on in the church that there was Uh, this relationship with Jesus was all about what comes after, but never what's happening in the here and now. That that we became maybe so heavenly-minded that we were no earthly good. And so I think in the church, we sort of reacted to that and said, well, we shouldn't then talk about heaven that much. It should be just about what's here. And that's very, very real, that Jesus wants to bring life to the here and now. He wants to bring life abundantly. And it's absolutely true. But our error was that we could then become so earthly-minded that we stopped longing for the promise of heaven. A promise made on, on many occasions. A promise that we need to talk about because in a world of broken promises, we can find ourselves losing our hope in the true promises of God. I've mentioned, you know, Paul and I, we, we love to go thrifting. And I, I started uh, to, to pursue this little idea that, that maybe I would try to resell something. That was an idea I had. And I thought, what could I resell? And I ended up doing some research on some stuff that's pretty easy to resell. At least that's what the research told me. And it was for, for, for classic Disney uh, cartoon 
videotapes, VHS tapes, not, not <laughs> DVDs, but VHS tapes. So I started to do this research and that there was some of them, if you get the right ones, that you could buy for a dollar and you could sell for very much more, you know, $30, $40. I thought, well, I'll just test that. So I found one of these while thrifting and I went, okay, this is one of those ones and I will, I will test this. And I remember myself thinking, oh man, maybe this will help my retirement. Maybe this will, this will go really good and, you know, I can build a whole business off of this and it'll be great. And so I tested it by putting it out on eBay. Remember, I bought the tape for a dollar. You know how much I sold it for? A dollar twenty-five. That's how much I made on that bad boy. And then I had to buy shipping materials. And so I lost money on the whole deal. But the promise was you do this and the, you will make money. Well, that promise let me down. See, we're used to promises not working out, aren't we? We're used to promises being broken and so we get cynical about promises, including God's promises. Yet scripture still points us to an eternal banquet table, a place of peace and of joy that is found in relationship with Jesus. It's a promise made by the one who could never break a promise. A promise made by the God whose word never contradicts is action. When God speaks, and God often speaks of heaven, it, it's, it's of this great banquet table. It's this amazing promise. And when God speaks, it is. That's how God works. God's, God's word never contradicts God's actions. And it's absolutely true when it comes to heaven, when God speaks of the great banquet table. And so, it's time, I think, that we take the Lord's Prayer literally when we're praying, God, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. The given understanding of that prayer is that heaven is the real thing that must now influence this broken earth. Friends, it's time to trust God regarding heaven. Jesus speaks of this banquet table known as heaven. He speaks of it to his disciples. John declares of the banquet table in the book of Revelation. And years prior to the coming of Christ, the prophet Isaiah describes that table in this way. This is from the message, Isaiah 25. In fact, let's read this together. Right where you are, big voices go. But here on this mountain... God of the angel armies will throw a feast for all the people of the world, a feast of the finest foods, a feast with vintage wines, a feast of seven courses, a feast lavish with gourmet desserts. And here on this mountain, God will banish the pall of doom hanging over all peoples, the shadow of doom darkening all nations. Yes, he will banish death forever. And God will wipe the tears from every face. He'll remove every sign of disgrace from his people wherever they are. Yes, God says so. This is the promise of relationship with Jesus. It's a, it's, it's a promise of, of a life of no fear, of no lack, of no pain. I mean, isn't that a promise worth living for? I mean, what is better than that? 
so even this weekend at our church, as, as we're celebrating baptisms in our live services, this beautiful picture of new life, we see people experiencing the new life of Christ now, but also entering into a new eternity with Christ, accepting Christ's invitation to that eternal banquet table. And that becomes an encouragement to all of us. See, in Luke 14, Jesus tells a story in response to a statement made by one of the disciples. And here's that statement. Luke 14, 15. When one of those at the table with him heard this, he said to Jesus, blessed is the one who will eat at the feast in the kingdom of God. Okay, he refers to this table. Upon hearing that, Jesus then tells a story to explain the feast. Here's how it really works. And he does so in a parable, and it sounds something like this. It says there was a certain man. He was preparing a great banquet. I mean, we're talking great banquet. We're talking pasta from Italy. We're talking barbecue from Texas. We're talking pastry from France, dessert from your mom. It was an amazing banquet. Live music was all in place. You've got Elton John there. You've got a special appearance by Casey Musgraves and also Kendrick Lamar. See, I tried to include like all the different music styles in that. They're all there, okay? Everybody showed up. It's a setting like no other. The venue is amazing. It is somehow it's a mountaintop overlooking a waterfall, but also it's on the seashore by the ocean. You're surrounded by flower-filled meadows with bears that you can ride in a manatee petting zoo. This is an amazing venue. This is an amazing banquet. And so many people were on that first guest list that was sent out. They were Amazing people, community leaders and religious dignitaries and Instagram influencers. But instead of RSVPs, this certain man who sent out the invitations, he started getting strange excuses, you know. Folks saying, well, I, I would come, but, but I just bought some land out in Coburg and I just want to stand there and look at it for a while. Oh, I would come, but my, my John Deere tractor just got back from the shop. I got to see how good the suspension is. I want to test it. Oh, I'd, I'd be there, but I just got married. You know, newlyweds, she can't keep her hands off of me, so yep, sorry, I can't make your party. And the man throwing the party, he couldn't believe it. And he's like, that's the reaction to my great party, to my great banquet, it makes no sense. And so he said to those that were helping him, he said, now I want you to go to the streets. I want you to go out to everyone. I want you to go to, to the alleys. I want you to go to Springfield and Cottage Grove. And yes, even Elmira. Go to everywhere. Invite everyone you see. Invite those who are sick. Invite those who are on the streets. Invite those who can't see. Those who can't walk. Those who have been hurt. Those who have been forgotten. Invite them all. I want each of them to hold my invitation in their hand. And in the end, it was only those, that second round of invitation, it was only those who said yes to coming to the great banquet. The banquet was not occupied by those who, who felt there was other things more important. No, the banquet was filled with those who knew there was nothing more important than this. See, there is a trap that we must be aware of regarding our response to the invitation of Christ, and it's this. 
that our love for God's table can easily be replaced with a love for this world's table. Things get in the way that I, I trade that eternal banquet table for things that don't matter. Silly, fleeting things like was mentioned in that parable. You know, I'm testing the suspension on a tractor. I'm, I'm looking at my investment of dirt. I'm, 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 I want to go to a dinner and a movie, and I, I, I'm not saying yes to the invitation. And we get lulled into thinking that we will always have another chance with God. That there will always be another day. And yet this passage tells us there are no guarantees. All are invited, but only those who accept the invitation find their way to God's table. The goal of being invited by Christ is to ultimately be united with Christ. The message of Jesus regarding this great banquet table is this, that all are invited, but all do not say yes. The message is all are loved, but all do not return that love. The message is all can go to the banquet table, but not all do. So, friend, will you be one who does go? Several summers ago, I was going through this place in our laundry room where uh, the mail that we aren't sure what to do with, it ends up in this kind of stack in this spot in our laundry room. And I was going through that stack, just looking through it, you know, trying to see what I could throw out, that sort of thing. And I find an invitation to a wedding uh, of some friends of ours, folks that we knew. It was a lovely invitation. It was, of course, looking for an RSVP. I thought, oh, we should really go to this. That's terrific. And, and then I read the date of the wedding and realized it had already happened. I had missed it. Somehow other things got in the way and we never got around to attending. That happens so much in the things of God. We are not guaranteed tomorrow. We are only guaranteed today. And today, you hold in your hand an invitation to the great banquet, a banquet that is found in relationship with Jesus, a banquet of eternal life and peace, a banquet known as heaven. That is the table that matters most. And just as we have discovered that the table is this place of relationship and Jesus is inviting us to that table with him. So the question is this, what would it look for you to accept that invitation? What do you need to say no to in order to say yes to God? What needs to change in your life so that you can sit at the table with Jesus? Will we decide that nothing will keep me from that feast? Especially this kind of flawed thinking that, 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 that says to us, you know, I, I'm going to make it there because I'm a nice person. I get to go to the table because I'm a nice person or I belong there at the feast because of that. No, all of us, we only enter this feast because we've been invited by the one throwing the party. It's not about my accomplishments. It's about God's call. He's inviting. 
Jesus is throwing an amazing party, a party experienced in relationship with him. The question is, will you RSVP? Saying, no matter what, I'm coming to that table. I'm coming today. I'm joining Jesus at his table right now, knowing that one day I will join Jesus at the great banquet table. Romans 10, 9 says this, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what it looks like to accept this invitation. Jesus, you are alive and I am choosing you as my Lord. That means I can know you. That passage doesn't say anything about fixing ourselves or about mastering all of theology or earning our way or being good enough to, to, to be invited. No, it's declaring with my life that Jesus is alive and that Jesus is my Lord and that Jesus has invited me because of his great love. And because of that, you and I, we can have a seat at God's banquet table. Heaven is not gained by those who belong. Heaven is gained by those who believe. We accept the invitation given to us. Will you do so today? Will you do so every day? And in doing so, you can take your place at the greatest table of all, the forever banquet table of the King. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this week's message. To stay connected with all things Cove Church, visit our website, covechurchpnw.com or on all social media platforms at Cove Church PNW. We'll see you next time.